0: You know, we always enjoy our conversations with Randy DeWitt because he's got this incredible mind and he's always dreaming up something new and something you just never thought about. You know, he's the founder of uh, FB Society, Front Burger, and I remember from, I think the first time we talked, he had Rockfish and then Twin Peaks and Whiskey Cake, Mexican Sugar, Sixty Vines, Son of a Butcher, The Legacy Food Hall, I declare. Now he's getting heavier into the wine business, I think. Randy DeWitt joins us right now. It's good to have you with us.
1: Well, thanks for thinking of me, David. I'm, I'm happy to be here and talk to you.
0: I'm happy you could take the time. I don't know how you keep up with all. I mean, I know you delegate well, but I don't know how you keep up with this many different brands.
1: Well, um, I don't. I, uh, I get things started, and then I find the most capable people I can find to run them and uh, point them in the right direction and get out of their way.
0: <laughs> and I'm and I'm I'm he- I'm hearing that you're keeping it in the family. The latest thing I've seen is that that old Snuffers location in in Preston Center is a new concept. And, you, and this is you're working with your daughter on this one.
1: Yeah. So um, you know, I, as a parent, I mean, there's probably few things more satisfying than um, seeing your child grow up and develop and graduate from college and um, you know, pick up, uh, some of the things that, uh, that you, that you're skilled at as a, as a father and, and see your daughter just have this great intuition about how brands work and understand consumer behavior and, you know, kind of, uh, where the market's going. And, um, so, you know, she had, she had some other offers and I didn't want to hire her. I really, you know, would, Never thought she'd come to work for this company, but I did hire uh, Jenna Barker um, to spearhead this new project that I'm working on that's going to revolutionize the retail wine store. And Jenna uh, got to know my daughter because uh, Amanda, my daughter, was working as an intern for us. Um, and they met and hit it off. And the next thing you know, Jenna's asking, can I make her an offer because I want her on my team? And I said, I'm not going to hold you back.
0: <laughs> you know, so that's how I mean, that happened. I, I remember when we first talked, you talked about the concept of, of 60 Vines, and that you're going to have wine on tap, which seemed a little unusual, <laughs> except that it really works, obviously, and it's got legs. And so now you're what you're combining a wine shop but also a restaurant or a wine bar?
1: Yes, David. So, you know, what I do, um, I, I, apparently this is my only talent, is I, I look for things that just don't make sense to me. And I try to figure it out and, and create a, a new food and beverage concept that solves the problem. So with 60 Vines, you know, everybody's pouring wine by the glass. That's how consumers typically order in, in casual restaurants. And everybody's opening bottles, pulling the corks, throwing the corks away, throwing these heavy glass bottles in the trash. Customer never sees the bottle. You get a glass at your table with wine in it and, and you're happy. But the the dumpster's filling up with all this, you know, uh packaging uh that's expensive and bad for the environment and and it's silly because you can put wine in kegs and serve it like you would uh, draft beer and not have all that uh, packaging waste. So so we started building restaurants that focused on serving uh, wine by the glass out of kegs. And it works great. There's five of them now. They're all thriving. There's a bunch of them being built in the next couple of years. And I hired this uh, super talented guy to run it, and he's uh, he's off to the races. So that left, you know, wine retail. And, uh, my wife and I started buying wine online during COVID because we, uh, we pretty much uh, crushed our cellar the first three or four months of the shutdown. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> and we had, we had to restock and I couldn't go get kegs from 60 vines. So we, we started, um, you know, going to wine retail stores and buying wine online. And, and I thought, you know, the frustrating thing about doing that is you don't get to taste the wine. You know, if you're in a restaurant, they'll 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 pour you a little taste and say, "Do you like it?" Yeah, I like that wine. Give me a full glass, um, or even a bottle. But in a wine retail store, you just get to look at it. You don't get to taste it. And so mm-hmm. that was the aha moment. And um, I know the technology's there, right? You know, so we have these uh, wine preservation and dispensers that. Um, you can put on the top of the bottle, and it'll push a little bit of wine out if you hit the button. We're, we, we built sort of a pilot model of this uh, you know, wine store we're going to do up at our food hall and called that one Vinotopia. So uh, we have about 60 wines um, that you, know, you can taste before you would get a full glass or buy a full bottle. Uh, up there, and it's working great. So we're going to scale that up now and do over a thousand different wines that you can just walk into the store, put your glass under the machine, push the button, and uh, it'll dispense a, a one-ounce taste or a half glass or and a the, glass.
0: And then if you like it, you turn, you buy you buy the, the bottle or, or whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we, have, maybe, we have these yeah. bizarre liquor laws in, in Texas. I'm surprised they let you do that.
1: So it's it is bizarre. First of all, let's be let's uh, be sure of that. Um it's bizarre all over the the US and that's still the legacy we're living with since uh, prohibition was repealed, but um you know we're not going to fix that um at least not quickly. Um so we're we we found a permit that allows us to do this. Um but the restriction is we can only serve wine and beer we can't uh, do this with spirits so um, this is a very very uh, wine focused concept it's going to be called glass cellar and uh, like you said earlier the the site is in Preston center it's the former snuffers building um, our space is going to be two stories high our landlord is uh, remodeling his whole office building. He's so excited about this new concept coming. So he's re- remodeling yeah. the whole uh, facade of the office building. It's going to be, it'll look really modern. It'll be a, a big glass storefront that you can see through. So um, there it is.
0: I mean, and it's, it sounds like fun. It's a great, certainly a great location for, for something. And this sounds like the right thing. So, so let's look at the big pictures. So, is the expense account back? For example, you've got haywire in places like that, and and mm-hmm. I guess the ranch, and and um, you get a lot of business or have gotten a lot of business travel out of that. What are they back? Are they back spending money? No, again? not really.
1: No, we're seeing we're seeing a little bit of it, and certainly small companies are are doing some entertainment, and the the group sizes are much smaller than uh, what we had uh, in the past. Uh, but we know it's coming back. And you know, it just this, this latest uh COVID variant uh is uh just gonna delay us a few more months, it, it appears. But uh it's all coming back and um we'll we'll be back rocking and rolling in, in those restaurants uh, you know, I think uh by the end of the year for sure.
0: You know, I was thinking about West Legacy too, and there's so many you're surrounded by this density or used to be anyway. You know, JB Morgan Chase has well, I don't know, like seven thousand people up there and, liberty mutual and all these other companies a lot of whom are now working from home or at least have been are they beginning to come back are you beginning to get some of that foot foot traffic we're we're
1: really not seeing them come back from the office buildings but uh but the you know the stay-at-home workers are making up for it because they're they're going out um lunches are still a little softer than than they used to be but the dinners are more than making up for it so um, you know, our, our restaurants are doing quite well right now, and, um, you know, I think there's upside to uh, where we're at even now once the offices reoccupy.
0: So what about all the waiters that went off and became Uber drivers or, you know, went back to school and <laughs> took other jobs? Are you getting waiters back? Are you getting the staff yeah, back? Yeah, you know,
1: um, here's here's my take on that. So, um, you know, there's there, 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 there server... Food servers, waiters—we used to call them—but uh, food servers today. And you know, if if you used to work at an Applebee's or a Chili's or something, and you want to stay with it, you you now can go get a job at a more upscale restaurant. You could you could uh, you know certainly get an interview and probably an offer from Sixty Vines or Haywire or. Uh, whiskey cake or I declare and um, You know a little bit higher check average busier restaurant perhaps and and make more money so you know those those employees are are shifting to the more upscale concepts where they can make more money and uh, the restaurants uh, that you know have the lower check average and you know certainly slower volume restaurants are are really suffering for employees, but you know, most of the more upscale, successful restaurants are, are back to being fully staffed now.
0: So, and you're spread out a bit now. So you're I've got you in Dallas, Plano, Irving, Houston, San Antonio, and Oak City, Oklahoma City. Um, business coming back equally in all areas, or some better than others.
1: Some better than others. Uh, Dallas, Fort Worth is on fire. Um, Houston's doing well. Austin's on fire. Um, oklahoma City's, you know it's oklahoma's just it's it's not texas it's it's a great market but um it's it's definitely not texas and in terms of how busy the restaurants are um but you know overall you know thank goodness uh, we're based in texas and our our second uh, state where we have the most restaurants is florida and uh those were you know states that opened back up and allowed customers to go out and enjoy restaurants and um you know we're we're doing it as safely as possible. our employees are all wearing masks we're we have incentive programs for you know people to get uh, vaccinated and trying to make that as easy as possible and um you know we're 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 getting through this crisis um and and doing quite well so uh, we're we're super excited about the future. I always try to grow uh, the company during uh, any kind of a downturn or pause, uh, because that's when the good real estate and good people become available. So we're trying to take advantage of that and uh, get a bunch of uh, new sites under development.
0: Well, glass cellar, I guess, is the next one. But you guys are always dreaming up something. I know now you've got a website, FB Lab, and it says the home to our soon-to-be concept. Concepts, drunken dreams, and futuristic fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> so you got you got more stuff in your back pocket.
1: Um, yeah, something in the front pocket that we didn't talk about is our little burger place on Lower Greenville. It's called Son of a Butcher, and um, they're 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 small Texas uh, Wagyu beef sliders with really creative toppings and flavors. Um, the place has a ton of personality, and it's it's just really tearing it up. So, um, we're we're going to grow that brand pretty quickly too next year.
0: Well, I don't know you you never sleep, but I and good luck with uh, with your daughter and and uh, Jenna Barker on the new concept, and stay well. Thank well. you, David. Thank you very much. That's Randy Duette. He's the founder of Front Burner FB Society. And um, always, always fun to talk to. For more of our conversation with Mr. Duet, go to KRLD.com/slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.